Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. The issues. What's going on now? What's happening in the state? The people. Carl Dabity. We've got Michael Shingle, Taylor Moore, Jay Darden, Congressman Garrett Gray, Richard Condon. He is Ryan Clark, Sharon Weston Broom. The podcast. And we're going to talk about that. This is the Clay Young Show. Thank you, Neil Wilson. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show here on podcast225.com. As we're steamrolling into 2020, hopefully you are enjoying the year so far. And if you're not, eh, forget about it. It's only February. You got a long time to get it together, right? Speaking of getting it together, our guest in studio today is Dr. Curtis Chastain with Lake Men's Health. He's got the executive wellness program at Our Lady of the Lake Hospital here in Baton Rouge. It is an immersive all-round fantastic operation specifically focused on the health of men. Now, if you're not a man, I'm sure you care about a man or a few men and you want them to be healthy, right? And if you are a man, perk up, listen up. Got some information for you that I think will help you keep all your belts and hoses working correctly. Know what I'm talking about? Anyway, before we get to that, Got some news about the Crime Stoppers podcast, hoping that we have been in assistance to law enforcement. The third episode of the show featured the story of the murder of Anthony Holden. Anthony was the first murder of 2019. His was. And the show, as I record here today, was dropped last week. An arrest has been made in that murder trial. Now, I'm not saying that that was directly related to the podcast. I'm hoping it is. I'm getting some backstory on whether or not it was. But if it was, man, that's why we do it. If it wasn't, we're glad someone was arrested anyway. And it looks like this is going to be cleared. So, or at least they have the suspect that they think is the perpetrator in custody. So that was really good news, I'm sure, for the family of Anthony. And we're hoping that uh, this comes to a closure with justice, period. Same goes for the murderer of Janessa Hartley and the murderer of Tank Acklin. Tank Acklin was in Ascension. Janessa Hartley was here in East Baton Rouge Parish. Just really, really a sad case, both of them. But then, you know, they all are. So thanks uh, thanks again to, to all the law enforcement officials who are involved in trying to clear these cases. You know, over in Zachary, Louisiana, which is in East Baton Rouge Parish, if you're not in, in Louisiana, that's basically our county. We call our county parishes. And it's crazy over there right now because of this story concerning a teacher who apparently molested a 14-year-old boy or had sexual relations with a 14-year-old boy, one and the same, right? And all of these other things are popping up over in Zachary. And I, for one, am hoping that we can just get people to take a breath and get to a resolution that could stop or these people from doing this or at least because I don't know that you can ever stop it, 
find a way to efficiently catch people who are doing this. Just uh, just crazy. I'll talk about it a little bit more in the end of the show. But Dr. Chastain will be making a house call. This house will be in studio here in the offices of Podcast 225.com and Clay Young Enterprises talking with you about men's health and about a lot of other things he's got going on. He's a multifaceted gentleman with all kinds of talents that you will learn about. Podcast225.com. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at OpenEyesSafetyTraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. The most important issues facing our state and our region. The Clay Young Show on Podcast225.com. Back with Dr. Curtis Chastain. Kurt, as we all call him, he is the force behind Lake Men's Health, of which, in full disclosure, I am a member. Uh, we were together, I guess, last week at a, pre- a lunch presentation. A group of guys got together here in Baton Rouge, and you got a chance to talk with us about a number of things, some of which we're going to talk about today. What's going on, brother? How you man, doing? Man, it's, it's nice to be here. I love your place, man. Thank it's you, man. really cool. <laughs> really cool. We were talking before about some, some other things that we're going to get into maybe after the fact, but let's begin with that day, all right? You get guys into the room, and one of the things that you're so good at is you specialize on men's health. Right. And we can be stubborn. We can prioritize health down until it's a problem and you can't do anything else but go see some, go see a doctor. And you've done something different, kind of like a, a Benny's car wash of medicine for men, <laughs> where you can go get everything done while you are there right. and you know where it is. Talk, talk with me about that. Well, it, you know, it's, it's the truth. Men, it's not that they don't want to get care. It's very difficult to mm-hmm. get care. The, the accessibility and the hoops that a person has to jump through who's busy in life, who doesn't yeah. have, who has other things to do. It's just, it's just very difficult and it's not set up to be conducive to get healthcare if you've got a job and right. other things to do. Right. So what I've been able to do is make it a lot easier. So the concept is, uh, a lot of your primary care issues can be taken care of mm-hmm. without a face to face encounter. Yeah. So if that's the case, why not create a membership sort of environment? We'll get your blood work done one morning, have you back, so where all of our blood work's done, we do a great, robust annual physical that yep. might take 30 minutes. Yep. 
by the time you're done, you've gotten your medications refilled, you've got your physical exam, your everything that you need, and then I got an 80% chance from that point forward that I don't need to see you back in my office again. I can manage whatever you can throw me over the phone. Yeah. So when you said that at the luncheon last week, everybody was looking around like, is he serious? Is, <laughs> is that a real thing? It's like, no, actually, actually, it is a very real thing. So where did you develop that concept? Was it just by watching the number of guys who seemed to not be interested in coming? Well, I didn't, I, I didn't come up with this on my own. There is a concept called MDVIP out there, which is a, a, a sort of a, 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 you know in a can concierge practice that Mm -hmm. a physician can join but i looked at that and i said i don't need them to do what i want to do i had a denominator of about two thousand patients as it was and i figured i could have a subset of my own patients that would join this membership and Mm -hmm. i did and i i I only have 350 members as of right now Mm -hmm. and uh that makes it really easy clay to be able to know everything right. about them right. you know right and that's what doctors when they grow up to be a doctor they don't walk into medicine um doing this because they want a big loan or they want big hassle mm-hmm. factors they mm-hmm. want to be able to take care of patients the the process has just become so onerous it's very difficult to do it right right on both sides mine and yours so i've just made it easier for you to access care and it makes it easier for me to have fun practicing medicine so you specialize in internal medicine correct correct and when you were talking to a guy you said something to me a second ago before before we started started recording and then you you mentioned it last week as well about a guy coming in and the and the particular thing that he is thinking about whether it's heart right. or uh, cholesterol or you know blood pressure something kind of talk through that a little bit well let's start with every man wants to live as long as he's supposed to absolutely live, right but i tell people i want to be here to turn the lights out I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be here as long as i can well our good friend gordy rush says yeah. that he wants to live to be able to walk his daughter up the aisle yeah. everybody's sort yeah. of got their why you right. know and, and it becomes somebody's job to get them there mm-hmm. two things threaten you and me and gordy yeah. it's Heart disease and cancer, yep. basically. I mean, accidents happen. Sure. Uh, Lou Gehrig's disease happened. We right. can't really do much about those two. But if you look at heart disease and cancer, that's over 50% of the, of the deaths in this country are caused by those two things. Mm-hmm. So if I can figure out who you are, are you a cancer guy? Are you a heart guy? Mm-hmm. Then I've got a pretty good shot at never letting those things, never, never letting you die from those things. I yeah. can't necessarily prevent you from getting them. Yeah. My job is to keep you from dying from them. How and do I, you find out? So we do tests. We do diagnostic tests, not unlike when you bring your car in right. to get your car checked out. Right. Do you know they got this little thing when you bring your car in? The mechanics don't look under the hood anymore. No, right? they can they plug in. They plug little, in, yeah, yeah, and what yeah. spits out a report. Yeah. And then they take that error report and they act on it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I have. You come into my office. You plug in. We generate sort of a virtual report, and mm-hmm. we know what we're looking for. So right. whether we're talking about it, a, an EKG or a coronary calcium score or even a, a PET scan, if mm-hmm. you want to go crazy, you can purchase those things through my practice, and you're smart enough to know which one you need. Right. And if you don't, I can help you with it. Right. How, how you know, you've got an interesting way of, of having guys prioritize coming to see you. Like for me, mm-hmm. you know, before... I mean, I would do annuals, but it, it, I did, it wasn't as much of a priority. It wasn't like, let me get it out of the way before. Now it's like, okay, I need to do this. It's important to me to do it. But I think the atmosphere that you have there is, it's, you don't, I tell guys last week, you don't wait a long time. No. You go in, you, you know. You, I call you, it my non-waiting room. Dude, and you go in <laughs> and you're in and out, which is great because yeah. you can just get on to the next thing. Well, the cool part is 
there is no time set. I don't have 10 minute or 15 minute slots. Yeah. I don't have slots. No. I'm, I'm going to take as long <laughs> right. as it takes to get through. You might take a little shorter than right. the next guy, right, right, right. but it doesn't matter. We're not going to leave that exam room until we've got all your questions answered and you feel mm -hmm. like you've talked to me about anything that you want to talk about. And right. I mean, I hear a lot yeah. of stuff that yeah. they wouldn't tell anybody mm -hmm. else on the face of this planet. Which may, and I make it safe. Mm -hmm. We make it safe to talk about the things that men just don't really like to talk about to other people. What, what is your top of the wave advice to guys? Because I know you do talks all over and like you did for us last week. So when you get a, a bunch of guys in the room, all shapes and sizes, and you start to, giving, you start to give them advice based upon the premise that they want to live mm -hmm. as long as they can, what do you say? I say, be selfish. For a moment, be selfish about yourself. Every guy right now is out there working for their family, working for their employees, making sure they can make payroll, and they live their life for other people. And that's mm -hmm. that's great. It really is because it what's it's what make their, makes their business successful. Mm -hmm. It what it's what make their family successful. But right. many times they sacrifice their own needs, yep. their own health, and their own because they're too busy worrying about everybody else. And that's right. great. And it makes them a man. It makes them all. Every now and then, you got to be selfish. Take a moment for your, and you're doing it. You're doing it for you, but you're mm -hmm. actually doing it for your wife. You're mm -hmm. doing it for your children. Right. You're doing it for your job. You're doing right. it for all those employees. Keep yourself healthy. Two things that are threatening you: cancer and heart disease. Mm -hmm. We can find them. We really can. You just need to. You need to get in and get checked out at least once a year. What's your advice about how many times a week a guy should actually go to the gym or do something? Do something fitness focused. The data is absolutely clear, and I, I try not to get too prescriptive because okay. everybody's different. Sure. You know? Yeah. Just do something three days a week. Mm -hmm. You know, about 45 minutes of activity three mm -hmm. days a week. If you could do that, you're way ahead of the game. Yeah. And it's and people try to make it difficult. They say, well, I got to get my heart rate up. To, I said, stop. Stop. You don't. Just go do something. <laughs> You know, pick something you enjoy right. doing and then go do it for about 30 or 45 minutes, three days a week. Hmm. Hardwired into your schedule. That's the key. You got to hardwire it into your schedule because otherwise you won't go. So that because that's that's kind of my thing. It's like I have to put it on my calendar. I go right. in the mornings because uh, I'm used to having to get up early in the morning. That is your time, your and, selfish time. Yeah, and right? I get up. And so and then and then you kind of build a tribe because I see the same people uh, mm -hmm. at the gym where I go and we talk There's and, an accountability that and, goes on. And most of them who are in there are coming to work out and get onto their offices. There's there are a few uh, retirees in there, but for the most part, you know, they're guys who are just coming in, right. banging out, you know, 45 minutes or so and then going because that's what I do. I go in and my goal is my feet have to touch the floor every day. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that's my thing. It's like I know sit up, let my feet touch the floor. Once that happens. Game on. Game on. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's great. like my and and it's but it's interesting that you use the phrase selfish. I think you're right because I don't know that people understand the psychological benefit of working out and what it does for you mentally and how you feel at the other end of it. It's hard. It's hard for me. I know it's hard for you. We don't feel like we should be selfish. No. We are selfless individuals and we yeah. should be selfless. We're taught to be selfless yep. and, and, and be men and yep. be supermen. And, yep. and, you know, but, you know, every now and then, especially when it comes to your health, you've got to be selfish every now and then and take the time and, and, and identify the reality that things can be creeping out there. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is a lot of guys are scared. 
you know, one of the, one of the, before they meet me the first time in there, they'll say, God, this is great. I love this place. You know, I've been so scared to go, go to a doctor because I'm scared what they're going to tell me. (laughs) And I go, wow, you know, that is just so bizarre because true though. I know, I know it's true and it's, it's sad, but I try again, if you make it safe for them to open up and realize, Hey, this isn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not being judged here. I'm not, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of what are my threats. And then once they get over that hump, yeah. They're not scared anymore. You know, down in the deep south where we cook the best food on the planet down here, which is not always so great. It's great to you, just not so great for you sometimes. Right. What's your advice about that dietary? Again, I am not going to change people who love to eat. Yeah. So we work together and we say, okay, let's let's figure out what your threats are firstly. Yeah. There are a lot. I know this is this is crazy to say, but there are a lot of healthy, heavy people. And how do I know that? Because I've done a scan on their heart, mm. normal coronaries. And I say, if you want to look, if you want to lose weight, lose weight because you don't like the way you look in the mirror. But right. don't come to me <laughs> making me the heavy. Because a lot of guys say, I know the first thing they tell me, they go, I know you're going to tell me I need to lose weight. I go, well, I don't know yet. Let's take a look at your numbers. You're not diabetic. You don't have hypertension. Uh-huh. Your coronaries are normal. You know, I, I don't have a real good medical reason to tell you to lose weight. Right. What's really at? Well, I don't like the way I look in my clothes. There you go. There's your why. Why don't you go lose weight because you don't like the way you look? Yeah. Now, that being said, if you're overweight, you are much more likely to become diabetic or pre-diabetic, which goes to bad places. Mm-hmm. That might be another reason to get your weight down. Yeah. But as far as eating goes, my thoughts on eating are... I'm a, I'm a low glycemic index guy. I'm a, I'm a believer in staying away and minimizing your carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. We eat way too many carbs. Yeah. Bread, rice, potatoes, yep. sweets, sugars, yep. and all that stuff. Yep. Stick with meat, vegetables, and proteins, and 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 hit and give <laughs> yourself man. a break once yeah. a once a, oh, yeah, yeah, a week yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or twice yeah. a week. Yeah. Go ahead and blow it. Yeah. But for the most part, if you stick with protein. You're going to stay where you need to be and let your body go where it needs to go. And it's so funny you say that, man, because it's really I've, I've been staying away from carbs for a while as in as much as I can, except on Thanksgiving oh, and on yeah. Christmas. Sorry. No, uh, you know, no I, I got to. I, I, well, my rule of thumb is one meal a week. Blow it. One one, wow. one meal a week. Great. It's yeah. all yours. Yeah. But for the rest, of the, if you want this is if you want to really stay lean yeah. or lose weight, yeah. one meal a week, you, you blow it. And that gives yourself permission. Yeah. To yeah. go ahead, but for the rest of the week, stay true, you know? Which is not as hard as as, as I think people would think it is. I mean, I told a buddy of mine that there's a salad bar down the street that I love. It's best. I think it's best in town. And I'm over there a few times a week, and I get salads. I don't put meat on them. Mm. And I'm thinking, the first time I sat down and had one like that, I'm thinking, dude, who are you? Don't do myself. It's like, you're actually not sure. a carnivore. Right. What happened? No, I do. But, but, but during the week, it's just the energy from it yeah. and get more roughage into the diet. So do you put guys, how do you psychologically get men when they come in to start thinking more proactively about the things that, that you, you know they need to adopt? What's your, what's your, formula I, I sort of start out and before we talk medicine i say i learn about their lives mm-hmm. what do you what do you do for a living tell me that. and they mm-hmm. will tell me the most interesting things i mean you know when i went to school it was biology zoology chemistry organic chemistry straight through medical school i didn't take any finance classes right, right. or you know real estate <laughs> classes so when i'm learning what some of these guys do it's yeah. fascinating yeah, to me yeah and then i'll throw at them 
you know, tell me about your family. We'll learn about the family. What do you, big question I love to ask. What do you, what do you love to, what do you do in your spare time? What do you do for fun? And don't say chase kids around because that's not what I want to hear. What do you <laughs> do for either. you for fun? Yeah. You would not believe how many guys struggle with that question. Yeah. They struggle and they can't think of something that they do for fun. Every now and then they'll come, well, I, I hunt. I feel, okay, there you go. I hunt. Mm-hmm. Watch movies. I read. You know, those kinds of things. So once I get them engaged in what do they enjoy doing, what is their passion? Mm-hmm. What drives them? And then I will circle back later when we're talking about their health. I'll go, you want that? Remember we talked about your passion? You want to keep doing that? We got to fix this. We got to fix this. If you want to go there, we got to fix this. And they can connect the dots and realize they've just told me two things that don't make that don't equate. I want to be this. I want to do that. But I really don't want to stop eating because I like eating my bad food. Or mm. I really don't want to take blood pressure medicine. I really those two things don't add up. In order to get where you want to go, we are going to have to cover some of these gaps. Yeah. Some of these gaps you can't control. Right. Hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but. You can work as your head off to, to try to get some of those things under control, and there's still a gap. Just hereditary. You may need medication. Yeah. I don't want to put you on medicine. Believe right. me. But if you want to go there where you just told me a minute ago you want to go, mm-hmm. I want to live to be, fill in the blank, 80 mm-hmm. years old, we got we got some work to do. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it, I think so often guys don't know, and you try to self-medicate or you try to fix it on your own thinking you could do it. Mm-hmm. Because again, like you said earlier, you don't want to go to the doctor because you know he's going to give you bad news. And I, where does that come from? Because I was guilty of it too. So, well, but where, where does that come from? I think it's our culture, how we were raised as kids. You know, don't complain. Don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, you know, rub some dirt on it. Yeah, just, right. you know, and we just keep our mouths shut and keep going. You know, right. look, I'm guilty. I, I kept on, I would take my blood pressure. It was 140 over whatever. And I said, oh, I don't have a blood pressure. You know, finally, here I am a physician. Mm-hmm. I finally, after about the third or fourth time, I took my own blood pressure and mm-hmm. realized I've got high blood pressure. Right. And I'm on blood pressure medicine. Thank God we have blood pressure medications to take. Because if we didn't, you know, and that's what I try to remind guys. This is not a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. This is not your fault. Right. Both of my parents have high blood pressure. Mm. Guess what? I got it. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. And so I think a lot of guys need to realize, I got to let them off the hook. Mm -hmm. And once they know this is not their fault or it's not a sign of weakness or everyone's going to know about it. And I said, this is, this, is, this is what you want. You want to live to be 80 years old or mm-hmm. 90 years old. You want to walk your daughter. This is what you're going to have to do to get there. Yeah. I hate to tell you. Yeah. And they can reconcile it in their brain that way and realize it's not my fault. Yeah. It's kind of like you said earlier when you were uh, re- relating it to uh, going to see a mechanic. Most guys, if, if you're you know, in for an oil change and then... The mechanic comes out and says, hey, we noticed something happening with the belt that's starting to mm-hmm. fray a mm-hmm. little bit or, or something. And, and you, OK, well, yeah, go on and fix it because you don't want to be on the road on the interstate and, and the car stop. Right. And so it's 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 a, it's good to analogize the body to that, because if you say, hey, look, better deal with this now, because, you know, we don't want to. It's fascinating yeah. to me that men will be more understanding of their vehicles and the maintenance of their vehicles than they are about themselves and yeah. i think it goes back to what we were saying a minute ago it's a cultural thing don't want to show a sign of weakness yeah and sadly that's what gets many guys into trouble because they wind up in my office well into well into 
a chronic disease process that we could have addressed mm -hmm. 10 years before that. Yeah. yeah. And that's my goal. That's where I've focused. I, I woke up one day 10, 12 years into my medical career. I've been practicing medicine for over 30 years mm -hmm. now. But I woke up after about 10 years, frankly, bored. You know, as a as a board certified internist, we are trained to be warriors. Yeah, we are in the ICU. We are taking care of heart attacks, strokes, you know, blood clots and fever and mm -hmm. sepsis and stuff. And we are the masters of that in internal medicine. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened, but I woke up and got tired of taking care of sick people. And you go, what? You know, how can a doctor tired? There's a but you you have to understand sickness in order to do wellness mm. you have to understand where this is going bad in order to be able to talk to a guy and say you don't want to go there i've seen there that's no good so i woke up and said i want to find the guy that's supposed to have the heart attack mm -hmm. who's supposed to have the cancer and i want that guy 10 years before I want to find it and never let it happen and I started getting energized about it again wow. and my whole medical career turned around and I said I want to be that doctor that keeps keeps you in the game in other words save someone's life even before they knew it was in danger Clay I can't tell you now and obviously I can't give you names but in the past week in the past two weeks I've had a thyroid cancer that I've diagnosed now cured and a kidney wow. cancer that was diagnosed and now cured. I, I, am I a great doctor? I'm a pretty good doctor. Yes, you are. But I'd rather be lucky yeah. many times <laughs> than right. But it's yeah. my process, yeah. my practice, the way I've got it designed, I catch things. Yeah. It's like throwing out a net and seeing what you catch. Mm -hmm. How do I do it? It's because I have time. I have the time to go looking for these things. And it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. But when it happens, it's usually pretty big. Let's talk about this equipment you told us about uh, last week, the, this, this X-ray or examination technology that you have that deals with the heart. It was startling, uh, some of the things that you learned, but it was also very, very enlightening to know, right. okay, you could take advantage of it and, as you were just saying, give you an opportunity to catch something before it becomes a problem. Well, let me give you a quick analogy. Women worry about breast cancer let's mm -hmm. just use breast cancer mm -hmm. when they worry about breast cancer they go in and get a scan right yeah, yeah and that scan if it detects breast cancer it gives women the opportunity to get that cancer taken out or get it dealt with yeah. so they can survive yeah so even though there are many women diagnosed with breast cancer on a percentage basis very mm -hmm. few actually die from breast cancer men the number one threat for men and by the way i'll tell you from a heart disease standpoint 179,000 men die from sudden cardiac arrest every single year. Jeez. Put that in perspective, that's two Boeing 737s crashing and killing everybody on board wow. every single day. Wow. But yet, we haven't done anything about men dying from sudden cardiac arrest. We hear about them. Oh, your buddy over there died. Of, oh, wow. That's a, and we sit around thinking, oh, I hope that doesn't happen to me. You know, so a man worries about heart disease where's his scan mm -hmm. where's the scan we have no scan for men what you do if you go to get a physical we we ask you some questions what's yeah. your cholesterol what's your blood pressure what's your how you know and then we throw that into a calculator and guess it's a guess it's an educated guess of whether you might have heart disease or not right mm -hmm. so based on that guess we might put you on cholesterol medicine or yeah. lower your blood pressure what if we had a scan and the answer is we do it's been around for 20 years. It's called a coronary calcium score. 
wait, before you ask me, I know where you're going with this. And the answer <laughs> saw my is, reaction. I don't know why, why more people don't know about it, but the answer is because... It just hasn't been approved by insurance. Uh, yeah. It just hasn't been. And there's a there's a belief in everybody's brain out there. If insurance doesn't pay for something, either they they don't think they need it, or they sh- they're not they're not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But wait, wait, wait. We just talked about the car a minute ago, mm-hmm. right? When mm-hmm. you when you go plug into the car and it spits out that report, do you call your car insurance company and say, "Hey, can I have your approval to go get these things fixed?" Right. No, you don't. No, do you, you don't. You don't. Nor should you do that about yourself. Right. So if 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 you are at inc- what I told you last week, if you show that you are at increased risk, mm-hmm. we do have a scan. It costs about 120 bucks. Right. You lay in the scanner. I just had one two weeks ago. Lay in the scan. It's a CT scanner. That's yeah. all it is. It's a yeah. CT scanner. Yeah. Seven minutes. Boom. Out pops a number. It should be zero. You have should have no calcifications. What it's looking for is calcium in the lining of the arteries mm-hmm. of, the, of the heart, the ones that form blockage. Should be zero. If you're anything north of zero, you could have a problem. Doesn't mean for sure you got a problem. It won't tell you what degree of problem, but it means you probably have blockage in your heart. Whoa. Now I got, instead of, I go from a guess to a reality. Mm-hmm. So if you've got an elevated cholesterol and your calcium score is zero, you really don't really need to have be put on Lipitor mm-hmm. or Zocor or whatever. However, if your risk is low but your calcium score is a hundred or above, probably need to see a cardiologist. Yeah, and so, so that's what I was going to ask. So let's say you go in because you told us a story of a business. And, it's, and by the way, it's that black and white. Yeah, it's, easy. it's, it's well, not like a guess. You told us a story about a local businessman who had done a stress test. And based upon his physical appearance and the stress test and his he, blood work and his blood work, he was in really the lowest percentile of people who would have a problem. Four point seven percent and four point seven percent chance of having a heart attack in the next 10 years. Right. And then he did this CT scan that you were talking about. Right. And you showed us the, the X-ray and it looked like bulbs on a Christmas tree mm-hmm. with all of the spots. So that is... His calcium score was 413, yeah, which is highly abnormal. Yeah. So this gentleman... Those two things are This gentleman who you would look in the gym and say, oh, that dude is such great shape. I hate him. He's in such great shape. (laughs) Had a triple bypass the the, the following week. Wow. Triple bypass. And you say, well, how does that happen, Kurt? Because, Clay, it happens all the time. Wow. But he knew... But but here's the thing. He He did this scan and found out about it. Well, what happens if he doesn't? Because we all know stories of friends of ours who have who have passed away, and you think, "Wow, they were in such great shape." That's hard to believe. Runners, and you know, and just, I have four of them, and I showed you the picture yeah, of the slide. That's right. Played soccer with one of them. One of them was lead guitarist in my band. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he was a radiologist. Yeah. One of them was my roommate at at, uh, at LSU. He was fifty six years old, and there was a local orthopedist in town. All four of them all look like you and me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all of them are lo- no longer here, and they were in their fifties, and they were here one minute and gone the next. And you Crazy. say, how does it happen? It's sudden cardiac arrest, and it's happening all around us, but we're not paying attention. We're not doing anything. The coronary calcium score, which you got to pay for, mm-hmm. hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's nothing. I mean, I, well, like, he set us up pretty good in the room. He said, well, the bad news is your insurance won't pay for it. 
He said, well, the good news is it's only, you know, a little over a hundred bucks. Everybody's like, yeah. Said, no. <laughs> Can we go right now? Right. We jump on the bus. <laughs> but, but it is, it, so if you've got, so the two things you're going to learn, you're zero. Yeah. That's great yeah. news. Mm-hmm. It means that you're not going to have to worry about dying from a heart attack. Right. On the other hand, you also learn if you're, if you've got a positive score, it may not mean you're going to have a heart attack. Right. But it means we've got to go looking. And now we've, it, it essentially enables you to really give you real numbers. We're no longer guessing. Mm-hmm. And that's what men need. They need reality, and yep. then they need a plan. So what does looking mean? When you say go looking, then let's say you go in and someone has a number north of zero. What happens next? The cardiologist would probably, the next step might be to do a stress test. Okay. But now we're doing a stress test on an individual that suspect we suspect has coronary disease already. Mm-hmm. If your stress test is negative, great. You'd probably get to be on a cholesterol-lowering medication, and that's it. However, Mm -hmm. if you're like this other gentleman, when the calcium score came back positive, put him on the treadmill, his treadmill was highly abnormal. Then he went on having a heart cath, and that's why we found that he needed the triple bypass. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. people can live a lifetime with a little blockage in their heart. Yeah. You know, it's it's not... it's when we find that their stress test is abnormal there. They're working out in the gym and they don't even know that they've got blockages. Yeah. That's the guy we want to find. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so how often have you found that scenario that you just talked about with the guy who was in the 4.7% area mm-hmm. and then he did this scan and turns out he had a problem? How, like, how often does it happen? I mean, uh, I don't need a specific about 10, number. About 10% yeah. of the time. It's yeah. not that often. Yeah. But the way we have it dialed up is that those are the guys that were going to have the heart attack. Mm-hmm. The, the other 90% are interesting, and they probably have disease, but we're getting them on statins, and we're getting them on aspirin, and we're trying to prevent them from progressing to the point where they need the stent or the bypass. Right, right. So about 10 or fewer percent of the actually go to, to bypass or stent. We have mm-hmm. plenty of those. But the majority is we're catching you, and we're, we're hopefully by the medications and the lifestyle changes. And the, by the way, you know, if you smoke, you got to quit smoking. If you're mm-hmm. diabetic, you got to get that under control. But we're trying to prevent that guy. And Oh, and by the way, Clay, if you knew that you had a calcium score of, let's just make up a number. If you had a calcium score of 100, mm-hmm. which means you probably have coronary disease. Whereas yesterday you didn't know that, mm-hmm. today you know. And you're now you're working in your yard at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday and you start developing chest pain. Are you going to go to the emergency room or are you going to sit there and blame it on, on esophageal reflux? No, we're going to the ER. So if you knew, you're mm-hmm. more likely to go get health you know, treatment. Yeah. The, the data shows that 51% of men who actually survive heart attacks, 51% were having symptoms for up to a month, never told anybody. Wow. What are those symptoms? Chest pain. Yeah. Chest tightness, usually yeah. with exertion. Exertional yeah. chest tightness, chest squeezing, shortness of breath. That kind of thing that comes on while they're doing something strenuous. They stop doing that strenuous thing, it goes away. And they go, huh, what was that? They start back on the on the whatever they're doing, like digging a hole or mowing the grass, and here it comes again, this chest tightness, mm-hmm. chest squeezing, and they go, uh, I better sit down. It's probably hmm. probably got heartburn. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> have heart's heartburn. trying to tell you something. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So uh, other rumors or confusing things that people believe that myths that you have to dispel often. What are some of them? 
Oh, myths. Like, give me an example. Well, you know, people think, like you just talked about, that if you're having chest pains and you're thinking, oh, I've got heartburn or, you know, maybe I eat one too many tacos or, you know, right. something like that or, or, um, or some pain in the arm. Because often I was having this conversation with a buddy yesterday about how you can injure your back but be experiencing tingling and, and numbness in other places. And right. don't realize it's your back. It's not really that you didn't slam your hand in something, which is why it's numb. Your back is trying to tell you just, just something that people may be dealing with and they don't realize it's connected to something else. I think the red flag is always, and I believe me, I get a lot of guys that come in think having chest pain, thinking it might be cardiac mm -hmm. and it turns out to be musculoskeletal. Or it turns out to be heartburn. Yeah. The, the major difference is this. If it's continuous and it's been going on for hours, it's not your heart. Right. If it's intermittent and it comes and goes, especially if it's related to something exertional mm -hmm. or something stress related, that's the guy I need to talk to. Mm. That's the guy that's that's that can be serious. Mowing the grass, climbing stairs, digging a hole, intercourse, uh, you know, things like that, <laughs> you know, out on a run. Yeah. I, I used to be able to run a mile, now I gotta stop because yeah. I get this funny feeling in my chest. Yeah. Those are, you know, you're laughing at intercourse, but that happens where people come in and they say, have start having chest pain in the middle, and that's how we find it. Do they tell you they stop? <laughs> Usually not. You know, most guys don't, and they blame it on something else because obviously they don't want to be told there's a problem. But you would be, you'd be amazed at how many times we find that. I won't even, <laughs> because people might be listening with kids in the car to this podcast, this specific one, uh, I'll keep going. I won't stop there, but let's just come back to that <laughs> after we finish. So, so, um, and then the key, the key being exertion, exertion. The so, so the thing is, I also wanted to ask about brain science and how there are so many more commercials and, and uh, prescriptions that people can get about that deal with chemical imbalances and, and things, uh, depression or uh, anxiety and all these, all of these medicines now that can help people cope with some of these things that did not exist before. Uh, a, what's your philosophy about it? And then what would you tell someone to think of them? Because there's so many of them out there now. Men are deathly afraid. This is what I've learned. In 30-plus years of practicing medicine and in the last 20 years of dealing with men, men walk around every single day deathly afraid, deathly afraid that somebody's going to figure out that they really don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> that we really don't really know what we're talking about. And that leads to a whole lot of stress. I'll tell you what the biggest stressor that I've found in my practice and it's almost uncanny. Mm -hmm. When I get a guy that's coming in who's anxious or who's depressed or, or, or having struggling with their feelings, and I'll ask a question. I just got to the point where I'll ask the question, have you recently gotten a promotion? And they'll look at me and go, how did you know? I go, lucky guess. Because when they get this promotion, suddenly they feel the weight of the world. Everybody's yeah. looking at them. Yeah. And they're deathly afraid that somebody's going to figure out yeah. that they don't really know what they're doing. Right. And, of course, going back to what we talked about sooner, I mean, going back to what we talked about earlier, you know, being a man, we, gotta, we can't, can't let anybody know yeah. that there's a sign of weakness that if mm -hmm. I say anything, so they internalize it. They start drinking more, they start doing things they shouldn't be doing more, right, right. and they wind up in a bad place. Yeah. And then they wind up in my office 
with issues. So mm -hmm. is it a chemical imbalance or is it a psychological imbalance? Mm. So what I have to do, first of all, is dig down to the root cause and find out what's really driving some of these behaviors and some of these thoughts. Right. Liberate them from those thoughts. Mm -hmm. You are as normal as everybody else, those right. kinds of things, and hopefully they can work themselves through it. It's the rare, the rare occasion where I need to use medications. I like to use medications when I need to use medications, right. but I don't like to use mind-altering medications. Uh, your brother dies. Mm -hmm. Are you supposed to be sad? Of course you're supposed to be sad. Right. Are you supposed to be jumping off the ledge? No, you're not. Right. Okay, so the jumping off the ledge guy needs medicine. Yeah. The sad guy, he doesn't need medicine. No. That's so totally normal. That's right. And I speak to them, that is normal. And if I give you medication, many times that cuts your legs out from underneath you and takes away your drive and the instincts that mm -hmm. made you as 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 uh, successful as you are today. Yeah. So many guys come in and they'll say, you know, I just need something for anxiety. I need something for stress. I need something. For, I'll go, yeah, you, you, how are you sleeping? You know, and how are you doing? I don't want to put you on something that's going to lower your stress. Right, that right. stress is your yeah. is what's driving it's you to be fuel. successful. Yeah. It's fuel. Find something else to take that stress away. Not yeah. a pill. Yeah. And it's it's funny you say that because the drive, I think it's a it's a setting that you have that you shouldn't. I mean, you have to harness it and and focus it, but you don't. I would I would never want it turned off. That's and that's what, you know. It's funny. I don't like being sick because I don't like not being able to get out and and work and and you know do what I do every day. And that's kind of my thing. So I take preventive measures so I'm not sick and, sure. and try to do maintenance that way. Like you said, the car analogy is perfect. If you, if you hear a knocking sound or some strange sound, you're going to call somebody. It's okay. Can I bring my car in or take it by the dealership and drop it off or whatever? You should do the same thing with your body. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of that, what instrument does Talbot play? Bass. Kyle plays bass. Kyle plays bass and he plays bass very well. Sure does. Interesting. You know, he's putting together uh, one of those things at at the Mercedes dealership. I think on the twentieth of this month, and uh, and I'm you know I'm, when when are y'all playing again? Well, that's when I'm talking. I know it. No, it's yeah. your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he said he's going to do another one because I'm going to invite some some more guys to, awesome. to come and hear it. But we are playing. Uh, we've had a little. We took a little break during yeah. uh, Christmas, and we've got. I think we've earned it after twenty one years of playing. We don't do New Year's Eve gigs yeah. anymore just because we're getting old, you know? You're asleep by 12.01. <laughs> Man, when we used to play at Sullivan's, Leo won us there till 2 in the morning. Right. Can you believe that? I don't know how we did it. But anyway, now we're, we're uh, I think our next gig is at the end of uh, February, some toward the end of February, another one in March. You all here? I'll hear. I'll hear. Man. I mean, they, most of them end by 11 o'clock. <laughs> well, you said Talbot's in the band. Because I, I think... I'm trying. I think I saw your band someplace. It, maybe it was at uh, at Ringside at Sullivan's years ago. I don't know. Yeah. But he's talking. He's he's talking about the V tones. The V tones. The yes, v -tones. yes. 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 But when he, when when Kyle walked in and you talked about him being in the band, I'm thinking, what the hell? Ty <laughs> <laughs> he's great. And he really. Oh, he's been playing music for forty. <laughs> 
40 years. Man. I mean, the guy's was playing bands See, in Dallas. You and, know, maybe at his thing uh, on the 20th, maybe y'all could dust we, off the instruments, We actually man. talked about doing that. But, we don't want, but it's a Thursday night. We don't want to keep people... Dude, it's, know. It's a thir- that's the point. It's a Thursday right. night. A Thursday is a good... Tuesday, eh, I don't know. Thursday night, we're, that's a good night. We're just trying to be respectful of people's time. You well, know? look. Look at it this way. It's Thursday night. Most of the people who... People who come to anything like that are... They've chosen to be there. They yeah. want to be there. You're not coming to that just to go and, okay, no, no. And so, and it was so good because Mark Dennis told me about it the week before, not knowing that I was already a member, but I came because I like learning that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man, y'all should play. All right. You, you twisted my arm. See, we'll, there we'll it is. It. Y'all heard we'll him it. say it, right? We'll he's do gonna, it. He's going he's gonna to do it. So, so finally here, if someone were to ask, because I encourage people to look into the membership, all right? Just... For uh, for me, convenience, uh, time efficiency, and y- you treat all of the members like you understand that they want to get back on the go. Right. Like they don't want to waste an hour and a half. They, they want to come in, be serious about what they're dealing with or what you tell them, and then get out and get the hell back to work. Well, right. What, what we hear... Over and over and over again. The reason why they like this, and, and like I said, we have 350 going on 400, mm-hmm. is you give me a, a great annual physical, a really good annual checkup, mm-hmm. half an hour, whatever it takes to get you taken care of. Right. And then from that point on, I could be driving in my car and I need something real quick. Mm-hmm. I fire off a text to your nurse. I get an answer within a couple of minutes. Right. Last week, perfect example, guy sitting on an airplane, fixing to take off quick text message comes into my nurse claire i left all my medicines at home response where are you going response phoenix which hotel uh voila mm-hmm. hotel uh i found a walgreens a block away i've already called your medicines in <laughs> and it's the that's truth. it's that, just like, it's yeah. it's that yeah. easy yeah. but when you're not sitting there trying to service 40 Man. people in your waiting room you got time to do those kinds of things. Guys, I'm telling you, it's it's really, really worth it. And, you know, just like he said, now you, you are going to consider bringing somebody back to do shoe shine, right? <laughs> I brought that up at the lunch last Oh, my week. gosh. Maybe but, not the same guy based on what my, we talked yeah, about. But My man. shoe shine thing is still upstairs. And I would God. love to have a shoe shine guy there. The problem is, you know, I don't have a whole lot of people flowing through well, my that's office. True. Well, that's true because it, you can end up getting your shoes shined and delaying going in to, to get the visit done because you're in and out of there but i always thought that's the the coolest thing to have that that there. was and, that was really and cool. i never really take the time to do that unless i'm flying i know because there, there are a few what about what about a facial what if we start doing facials there <laughs> i have said so many guys say once you start doing facials really here, yeah i couldn't believe it we started asking uh, we, my nurse started the, doing a little metrosexual thing <laughs> like, like the facial and i've actually never had a facial what's that like I can't tell you that I've had one either. Probably need one though. Look I'm, at this mug. I'm pretty sure I know I do, but uh, I don't know, man. But it's it's a great experience. So you know, if, if people want to learn more, how can they learn more? Where can they call? Where can they log on? What do they do? Uh, Lake Men's Health. All you have to do is go to the internet, look up Lake Men's Health, and it'll take you right there. 
So I'm working on him on this V-Tones thing. So I, I, your, your intrepid reporter here will stay on him about it. I'll report back. You know, you twist my arm enough, I'll, I'll actually play the guitar during the day in the waiting room while people are coming in. Then I'll put the guitar down and run to take care of you and play the guitar again. Now, you know, if I, was really, if, I, if I really was on my game, so this is how I know I'm not on my game, I would have asked you to bring an instrument with you today. Oh, man. That, let's do plug it again. It, we, we will do, it, do again. it again. And plug it in and right. play music sitting right here. Done. We could have, that, how cool would that, that have been? That would have been cool. That so let's cool. just do it. All right. Okay. Let's do it. All right. You got a guitar around? Right? La- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Curtis Chastain. Thanks, Curtis. Thank you, Clay. Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call. 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here and they're going to continue to give you great service. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Here we go. go. This is The Clay Young Show. Why can't you agree with me for once? You know, the situation in Zachary that I mentioned in the open is really developing in a crazy direction. I spoke this morning with a member of the legislature kind of about what's going on, and I'm hoping that um, over the next few weeks we'll be able to have some of the people involved in this on the show to talk about it because I think that um, cooler heads certainly need to prevail. And when you're talking about a situation that involves a child and sexual abuse, I, I would prefer if the dialogue stays at a reasonable enough level that you can get justice for the child and make certain that things like this don't happen. And, um, and, and that really, I think, should be the outcome. Over, over there right now, they're talking about issues of race and and race relations in the city. And I get all of that. And I guess there's always a time and a place for that. But the primary discussion point, at least in my opinion, for whatever it's worth, should be about finding out what happened when authorities found out about this and then what did they do about it? So it's, it's this kind of thing happens more and more though. You notice that you've got more. I mean, when I was a kid coming up, it was something, and, I, and I've actually tried to think, do I remember ever hearing about a teacher and a student? And it's been so long ago, maybe, but it doesn't come to mind. 
but lately it seems to be happening fairly regularly and it almost seems like it's it's more female teachers and male students than than male teachers and female students i think it's equally bad either way i mean the context of the discussion is always going to be different when you've got a teacher who's female with a male student and we all know what that is but i I just i don't think that it's any less egregious or should be treated with any smaller amount of seriousness than than if it were a male with a female but it's blowing up in Zachary right now and I hope the elected officials can just hey let's lower the volume let's get to the bottom of what happened and deal with it that way so much in politics is is about screaming and who's the best at calling names or throwing bombs and not much gets done and I'm in I'm in the mindset that I like things you know to get done really but so often it's it's just about the show and you know, I don't know that that does anybody any favors. Don't know that it does anybody any favors, man. But yeah, I'm happy that um, there was an arrest made also in the Anthony Holden case. Such a tragic, tragic murder, but then they all are, aren't they? And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that and what role the if any, the Crime Stoppers podcast played in that. That's one of the reasons that we do it. And the clearance, and I hope for the same in the case of Janessa Hartley or in Tank Acklin, episodes one and two. And then really with all these cases, and we hope to hope to get around to some of these areas that haven't been touched. And listen, if you haven't heard, man, you got to check out those Crime Stoppers podcasts. It's, it's, they're intense, really, really intense. And we try to take you as much as we can inside of what's going on, including the investigation. It really is a labor of love on our side. So check them out at podcast225.com. You know, in fact, when you see it on the on the site, as Anthony's uh, family has done, share those. Share them with your social media grouping there with, with your friends. And hopefully we can get the word out about these cases and bring closure help at least bring closure to some of what's going on. The the police department here, sheriff's office, they've worked really hard to bring the crime rate down in in this parish and in the city of Baton Rouge. It's going to be political around here this year. Very, very political. I can't wait to talk with you about that. And then there is there is something that relates to politics that we we can talk about. I don't want to give it away right now because I'm trying to secure a couple of guests for it, but I think you'll find the conversation intriguing. All right. Want to thank Dr. Curtis Chastain for being on with us to talk about men's health. We're going to do a lot more of these. There's so many things we can get into. In fact, I'm going to be with him at that event we talked about. It's actually next week as, as I record this and man, get a few of the issues that the guys bring up and come back on the podcast here in studio and talk about them. Everything from issues with the plumbing to issues of stress and the heart. And Dr. Chastain is brilliant. You mean you you hear how smart he is, how energetic he is about what he does. And we'll get him back on here to talk more about it. All right, you guys have a great one. Don't forget, you can follow me on social media at ClayYoungBR on Twitter. Clay underscore YoungBR on Instagram. And just 
plain old Clay Young on Facebook. You can always email me if you've got a topic, question, or guest suggestion. Hit me up, clay at podcast225.com. Y'all have a great one and tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.